Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. Today with uh, Bruce Davison and Awe by Bruce, we'd like to welcome the Irish singer-songwriter couple, Keith and Kristen Getty, to our show. They're the premier modern hymn writers, using their music to cross different genres that fit traditional and contemporary services, while using the songs that they make to teach Christian doctrines. Many of you are familiar with the songs that they've written, particularly you might stand out the one that uh, Keith wrote with Stuart Townsend in Christ Alone. Today, we want to focus a little more on a recent release, Consider the Stars, which is the theme song for Against the Tide, the documentary travelogue that we just released our podcast with Kevin Sorbo on, where he interviews Professor John Lennox of Oxford as John explains his apologetics in debating the new atheists. And by the way, don't forget, that's coming out November 19th, 20th, and 23rd. So the other great connection with this is that Kristen is John's niece. So what a fun little privilege that must have been to be able to, to do this song for that that movie. Anyway, Kristen, Keith, welcomed in all by Bruce. Glad to have you. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks, Bruce. Hey, I've got to ask off the bat, Kristen, how exciting it must have been to be able to do this with or for your uncle. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? Oh, yes. I mean, he has always inspired me as, as a little girl listening to him talk about the faith and talk about um his academic world and science. He always um, excited our imagination and curiosity in the faith and in God's world. And he has inspired many of the songs that we have written, both hymns and Ooh. more solo songs, which would more describe the song that has been used for this movie. So we're just thrilled um, to be able to um, partner um, with him in this way but it really just reflects uh, um, a lifelong love, not just for me as his niece, but also for Keith. Um, mm -hmm. he, he, he knew him before he knew me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, met, I met him just before I went to college and he inspired me at a very key time in my life. And, that, and that's what, what, what John does is he, he is able to help Christians both intellectually more strengthened, but actually emotionally stimulated and satisfied. As you said, 
he, he is not only a brilliant academic, but it's all about this concept of wonder, which fires not just our minds, but our imagination. So that's what John did for me as a young wannabe uh, 18-year-old musician who wanted to take on the world. And I speak to him from, I guess, from another unique point, and that is I was a kid who was nothing to him. And he still would take my call every year. I'd call him once or twice a year. And he'd take my call and listen and chat and give advice wow. and come up to events occasionally. And so that that's the legacy. The legacy of John Lennox to me isn't necessarily the man who stands on the great stage. It's the person who, who gave me enough time to inspire me, to advise me. And uh, and one of his pieces of advice six years later was, would you, would you mind uh, listening to my little niece sing? Uh, and would you mind taking some time? And of course, it took me about 0.4 seconds after meeting Chris <laughs> to realize that I had all the time in the world she wanted. <laughs> so he was actually the match, matchmaker. Uncle John oh. introduced the two of us and then he spoke at our wedding. So. <laughs> well, that, that's incredible. And so that gives me the feeling that how, how much effect then did he have on you kind of taking the new hymns? Maybe maybe we should I should have you guys define kind of the new hymns, the modern hymn for the people listening and how much effect did that he have on the way you took there with your music? John encourages one's mind and one's spirit. What John mm -hmm. did for me was he said, if Christianity is true, you can be confident about it in any atmosphere. So I, I was happy to talk to people of other religions, talk to people of no faith, share it. But also if it is all truth, it's also all beauty and that we should love those things. So many of my church contemporaries would have said, you know, you need to be, a, you need either to be a, get a job or be a minister. Mm -hmm. And John saying, no, be the best musician you can be. And because uh, beautiful music is an important window to the soul as well. Mm. well. That's great. He gave us such confidence in the faith and in the Bible. And from the very beginning, what we were trying to capture in the most poetic and singable way and beautiful way, the deep truths of the scripture that we were just convinced about and mm. so he was as well as influencing how we understand the bible as well as encouraging us to to ask questions and um, and enjoy the different things that god has made and uh, particularly in, in in music and the arts and um, he was always just so delighted to see us you know whenever we were even much younger than we are now <laughs> except about the faith and convinced about it you know he has with all of the, the sophistication and deep understanding of his mind this yeah. child enthusiasm for the faith and for seeing other people delight in it too and so he was such a just always cheering us on and getting excited so I can remember some of the early times when we would be leading the hymns of the congregation mm -hmm. if he was speaking at the event you know he would just be you know standing up and looking at us just beaming with the <laughs> sheer joy of, uh -huh. of singing these things and seeing people that he had you know known a long time and encouraged singing and, and doing this and that gave me such great joy to see his delight you know we all love to see our family um you know enjoy uh, the things that we do and mm. and particularly when they're for the lord and and he has been one of those people alongside obviously our own parents who are here similar in that wow what a great example and we need more of those so hopefully yeah. you know it can keep rubbing off tell me how did you kind of get inspired for the song to the movie Against the Tide, what did you use to get you to where you wrote the words that I see in front of me? The very simple answer was um, we became parents 10 years ago. We have four little girls mm -hmm. and 
we knowing the power of music and song to shape our minds and thoughts and things we're eager to use music and and play music and write music that would encourage our children in not just un- understanding what the faith is but in developing a real love for it and a love for goodness and truth and beauty just like C.S. Lewis would talk about and um, this song was written when our third daughter was born and one of the things that kept coming up in the evenings as we put them to sleep was them being scared you know simple mm. things scared of the darkness scared of something happening scared of something happening to us um, and just full of all those little questions that became um, much more significant as the darkness fell in the evening and as we were about to leave them for the night and yeah. so I wanted to capture that idea, not being afraid, but put it in the context of the God who created all the stars, all of creation and holds all this vastness and yet knows all the little details of our lives and, and holds us and to try and capture song, consider the stars. You know, I think God has made this beautiful creation that we might and one of the unique parts of being human is that Mm -hmm. we reflect on it we ask questions about it we're curious about it we want to name things and point them out and and consider what they are where they're from and what they do we want to ask why and who and what these are part of what it means being created in the image of God and one of the things that John always encouraged us was to ask questions and to follow Mm -hmm. the and to, and to look about us to look up to consider things and um, not be scared to do that and and so I thought that was a good place to sort of perch this idea of not being afraid to consider to consider the stars to reflect on the world that God has made as a means of understanding who he is and to mm-hmm. give us courage you know and right before your words of do not be afraid I love the line umbrella to hide in a dance floor of heaven uh- and that was a sort of, it was meant to be a little bit playful in the language of children, but yes. also the idea of the, the vastness and the closeness of it. So it's this, so there's a, there's, a, there's a carefree nature to it. My girls have always loved umbrellas and dancing in the rain and jumping in puddles. And so there's that carefree, playful side, but it's also this, the, the umbrella to hide in, the fact that our Father, God and Creator has made this world for us to be in. And so it is it has got that protection and shelter of not just knowing the God who created it, but he is holding it all together. But then this dance floor of heaven gives the sense of the vastness of it all. You both do a Christmas special, right? That You travel around and a lot of, I mean, 50,000 or more people a year. Yeah. This is supposed to be the 10th anniversary this year. We had we had big plans for this year. Yeah. yeah. This odd time of not touring. You know, and, and as grateful as we are for the rest, we're just talking this morning about how much we're going to miss miss doing that this year. We, we recorded it last year at Sing Global, did a full um, concert of the, of the Christmas concert and did, and did Consider the Stars as part of that. So we have some recordings from that. And of course, recorded the Consider the Stars song in a recent album called Even Song, which is hymns and lullabies at the close of day. So mm. we're about to be um, releasing the, the Against the Tide mix, the Christmas mix of Consider the Stars in the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's great. Because uh, I was going to ask you, what what else do you have coming up? Especially, you know, like you said, it's the COVID weird time. What are you thinking about? 
Well, we're always writing, you know, as much as we love to tour, it was only a small part of the real energy behind what we do, which is to write modern hymns and also songs that help teach the Bible and encourage believers and, and churches around the world. Um, and we've done that particularly through the Sing Conference in these last few years. Mm-hmm. And so we have Sing Global, um, we have our fifth year of that, which will be happening next September. So a lot of our um, our focus in the songwriting and, and, and in all of our programming and obviously have invited um, my, my uncle he has spoken at it in the last last year and he is going to be joining us again next year and um, so we're just preparing for that getting ready for that and um, it it is um expanded into a sort of 365 days a year experience we've been building this online education platform for that and a community that that we are growing and building songwriters and resources for your church and just the ideas behind singing um, and so we've been very much in involved in that and actually not touring has given us even more space um, to, mm. to work on that and for that we're, we are very grateful but oh. we were just heading to Uncle John this week he's over in Oxford and we were talking lots of different things including the purchase of a telescope I've been we've been doing space with our children at homeschool the last couple of weeks and I thought this uh-huh. is the time telescope and he is somebody who has long enjoyed telescopes and looking at the stars and considering them and has always inspired us to do the same so I was on the phone with him just last week and he gave us a recommendation so we have our first telescope and we're looking forward to over the next few weeks we're not traveling on a tour bus so we're at home a bit more and we can get the telescope out and start looking at the stars oh that's great I'm sure that will inspire a lot of new and different things for you too yes exactly do you ever run into having a writer's block with with something or, or where you just just aren't there and you know we all have down times and whatever if so what brings you back i think for us it's always been a wider ideology you know we wanted to we wanted to help inspire the the minds and the imaginations of believers through through the hymns that we write and so first of all at this season in our life you know our first priority every day is to be studying the Bible and praying to God and, and talking about stuff ourselves. And Kristen inspires me a lot with that. Mm-hmm. But um, the second thing we do is we do your devotions with our kids. We do all the music with our kids. The first hour of music I do every day is helping my kids with their music making. And so honestly, like every day, there, I'm, I'm learning new things about life. Some days it's my bad qualities. Some days it's some days it's the joy of, of how to learn something. Some days it's just the, the joy of seeing our girls succeed. But we, we're working a lot with the girls. And so a lot of the things that we're doing um, from the family hymn sings, which we did, a, we did a 22 part run there this year with that. Uh, and then we write, but that's sort of the third thing we do each day today. Mm-hmm. Today, I, I sat down with lots of ideas and it was an old friend who was a bishop who called me to let me hear a piece of liturgy that he heard, which transformed my day. Yeah. And I ended up writing, you know, something just out of, I went for a walk on the beach in the middle of the morning, in the middle of my writing time, and uh, mm-hmm. he called me out of the blue, and he just said, I was listening to this thing, and that actually has transformed my day. But the other part of what we do is we really are ambassadors for this. You know, we, as Kristen said, we have the touring company, which you mentioned, Sing Global. Mm-hmm. It, Sing Global is now both a, a festival and an online event, but it's also teaching. You know, we also have, we're building each a course each year, and we launched the Hymn Writers Collective this year, which mm-hmm. has been really fascinating to teach the art of hymn writing and have to think about it. And then we're working with our record label. We Obviously, we released the Even Song, which Kristen did with, with, with Vince Gill and, and Heather Headley. And mm-hmm. we're about to launch a series of events. Over. So there's, there's always new things and challenges. And uh, I personally enjoy people, you know, so 
I call myself a writer publisher now because half of my creativity is trying to write a song myself and half of it is working with all our, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I, love, I love the energy that that brings. As you have traveled around and you've seen different churches and probably a fairly good world perspective, what what would be helpful for the church right now along along the lines of the things that, that you see and that you both do? I can't speak to anybody else as an individual. I, I think all of us need to understand that, that no one has ever finished a year where all their dreams come true. They smashed all their budgets. Everything mm. was easy and they had no worries and that they became more humble, deeper people who loved God more and understood themselves better. That's, that's not how life works. And so mm. all of us need to be running towards the Lord all the more because this is a season for deep growth for all of us. This is a season for deep growth in our families for all of us. But I think most significantly as a church, I am, I am so saddened when I read Paul's letters in the New Testament and the confidence that he had when I used to talk about John Lennox and he would be talking in academic city to 550 atheists at once with courage and passion and love and joy. I'm really upset when I hear Christians basically getting waylaid by politics or, or, or just getting frustrated or complaining about their lot in life now or their stocks being down, being bored at home or hoping the church makes budget this year. If history has taught us anything, it has taught us that it's in times like this that are the most fertile times for Christian growth, true Christian growth, deep Christian growth. Mm -hmm. And so when you get something like this John Lennox movie coming out, it is a chance to, to think about all the people in your life who need confidence in their faith, who need inspiration. It's time to think about all the children, the young people who are in your lives, who are surrounded by stupidity right now and don't really know if they believe or not. It's time to think about the neighbors or the people or those who used to have faith and be lost and say, here is a chance to actually bring these people in, to let them hear something that is authentic, that is entertaining, that is fascinating. So it's back to the one hope that we really have in the coronavirus or any other part of life. Mm. Boy, it's so true. Thank you. That's very well said and put, especially you see a lot of that over here in the United States now after the election. It's too many hopes are put on people rather than the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't want to take any more time. I know you guys have some other things coming up interview wise and everything, but I really appreciate you taking taking these moments with us and sharing with the, the listeners what's on your heart. Anything else you'd like to say before we go? Not only that, uh, th- you know, thanks for drawing attention to this Against the Tide movie. I think it's it's such a powerful mm. thing to watch. This, I think, he's always encouraged us to ask questions, to be aware of of any doubts that we have, and not be scared to ask those questions and follow through. And I think part of growth and really knowing why it is that we believe what we do, and um, it is so important and will increasingly become more important the longer that we live, the more that we face. And so, what I find when I watch this movie and I've watched it several times is mm-hmm. just I even much more convinced I was on, on on the truth of this and of course when we're more convinced our lives are transformed and mm-hmm. um, what's mind and our hearts works its way out and on all of our motivations and our priorities um, and we can slide away so easily and so this was um it really did sharpen my mind it, it um grew my attention and I really hope that it does the same for others I do too because watching uh Professor Lennox be so loving, joyful, words you both have mentioned about him, but yet confident and doing it in such a gracious way 
is just to me is a perfect picture of, of where Christ is trying to get us all to be. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. Well, anyway, thank you very much for the time. And uh, we look forward to the different things that you have coming out in the future. And God bless both of you. And thank you for your music. Thanks so much, Bruce. Thanks, all right. Bruce. Take care. Says you're worth more than this and holds you in.